Welcome to Lift Off with Energizing Results, the podcast that can help you become a better partner in your family and a self-propelled leader with inner certainty in your business. Now, here's your host, Ube Dakhorn. Welcome to Lift Off with Energizing Results. Let me start with an invitation for you before we dive in. This is a safe and neutral space here. The more open and honest you answer the questions that will come up to yourself, the more effective this will be for you. Sound good? Okay, here we go. Today, I'm very excited to introduce you to Chuck Mollow. How are you doing, uh, Chuck, and where are you hanging out right now? Well, thank you. Thank you for having me here. Excited to be here. Uh, I am outside of Boston, Massachusetts in the U.S. Wonderful. Chuck Muller is founder, CEO, executive coach, and advisor at MCG Partners, an organization that specializes in leadership and talent optimization, aligning business and people strategy for maximum results. He is the author of his new and best-selling book, The Rise of the Agile Leader, Can You Make the Shift? I love the title of the book, and I think your mission to determine if uh, you know, leadership and culture are aligned to the business strategy and then develop and implement solutions to drive and attain results is remarkable. So I'm very thankful I can talk to you today, Chuck. <laughs> well, thank you. Uh, again, it's, it's, it's uh, wonderful to be here, and it's uh, both of our passions. And uh, so we'll have a chance to have some dialogue. Yes, let's do it. So the, the first question I have for you um, is, who's your ideal client and what's the biggest challenge they face? Yeah, so the ideal client is a client that's probably dealing with a number of issues. Uh, and there's probably uh, m multiple scenarios, right? So one thing that hasn't changed much over the last few years, but really has increased uh, its cadence over the last 12 months is the leadership team that's constantly going through a change. In other words, leaders are coming and going. How, how, do you, how do you gain alignment on a leadership team? How do you make sure a leadership team is going to be effective in decision-making, managing conflict, um, being strategic, um, uh, you know, and ensuring that they're open dialogue in terms of where we're going, how we're going to get there? So that's definitely one of the big themes. Um, individual leadership effectiveness in the times we've been through, hybrid, virtual workforce effectiveness, How do, how do leaders learn how to really manage organization effectively? Um, the other big theme has really been around culture. As, as leaders, what do we need to do to make sure that we have uh, not only a good and healthy culture, a strong culture, but what is our culture? How do we define that? How do we create processes and systems to support that? So that's not necessarily a coaching scenario, but it's really getting leaders to understand what culture is, how to live it, how to define it, and how to create that in your organization or how to change that in your organization. So those have probably been some of the common themes, especially as of recent. Yeah, I think it's the key issue is, uh, is the friction that always uh, occurs in business and how to deal with that. And when these friction uh, points occur, so what are common mistakes, uh, you know, your clients typically make when trying to solve that kind of problem? Yeah, the, the, the friction, honestly, uh, one of the bigger focus areas for friction would be they're, they're too involved in the day to day. You know, everyone's so focused on results, on speed, on dealing with competition, the changing needs and buying patterns of consumers, uh, that the cycle of innovation is getting smaller and smaller. There's a really substantial pressure on businesses uh, to perform, to think about their next solution, their next product, their next big win, and how do we expand, how do we grow, how do we change, how do we evolve? So there's so much pressure 
and and whether you're private or public, uh, you know, as a company, there you still have to face those pressures. So I think you know one of the big issues right now is that leaders either don't have enough time to be strategic and to, and to think and plan and and reflect on themselves and their and their and their strategy and where they're going and how they're going to get there. Um, and they're all too involved in the day to day. They're too involved in in, in, the, in the the tactical part of their job. Um, so those are really the, that that tension is a problem because you know the, your your organization, your people need you to elevate a much more strategic level and frankly facilitate your organization and its effectiveness. Uh, we all know the concept of empowerment, but essentially, yes, you, you, know, you know, and it goes back to being agile. You know, how do you create teams that can make decisions on their own so you don't become a bottleneck for decision-making? And that's what's happening to a lot of leaders today. They're too involved. They want to be involved in too many decisions. They, they want to know everything that's going on in the organization, which is not feasible. So they're, they're not spending their, their, their time where they need to be. And that, that's a big issue right now. Hence the title of your book, right? <laughs> so, well, that's yeah, one, one of the factors, yes. Absolutely, I get it. So before I ask Chuck, what is one valuable free action that our audience can easily implement? Let me quickly say something here to our audience. Please. If you, thank you. If you're enjoying the show so far, please rate and recommend us to someone you think could benefit from the show. Thank you in advance for spreading the word. All right, Chuck, so what is one valuable free action that our audience can implement that will help with these kinds of issues? Yeah, so I, I think one of the biggest things that I recommend it's a it's a very um, simple but really powerful uh, exercise, which is for leaders that are feeling they don't have time in their day. I can't get to everything. I know I'm not spending time where I need to be. Or even for the leader who thinks, "Boy, I think I'm spending time where I need to be." So there's a couple of things you should be doing. One, print out your calendar in the last three months. And this is an exercise I give to a lot of executives, including CEOs of Fortune 500 companies. Print out your calendar because your calendar doesn't lie. <laughs> and, and even though yes, there may be an anomaly in there in terms of an un, uh, unusual week, um, but for the most part, for three months, it'll be pretty consistent in terms of where you're spending your time. And then look at your calendar and come up with categories, you know, meetings, internal, external, um, developing of your people or mentorship, uh, times of clients, Times being strategic, you know, come up with a few different categories. Most most executives come up between three and eight categories, and then and then divide them by percentages and where you spend your time versus where you know you need to be spending your time. There's never been an executive in the 15 years I've been coaching executives that's come back to me and said, oh, I, "I'm not surprised." Everyone comes back and says, "Wow, I can't I can't believe it because I I'm not spending my time where I thought I was spending my time." So that's a really great exercise to really get some clarity and say, okay, what do I need to change? What, what, how do I start getting, you know, not attending meetings I simply don't need to be involved in? Now, how do I start letting go of being involved in every decision, be involved in everything that's going in my organization day to day? So that's a really good exercise to really start thinking about, okay, where do I start shifting where I spend my time? Um, another exercise I think as leaders, we, we forget. It's a very simple exercise. You know, get feedback from people. You know, asking your your subordinates, your peers, not just your boss, for feedback on you is a very powerful approach. Why? Because you're telling people um, your opinion matters. Um, I recognize I've got something I need to work on, or I am working on as a leader. I'm not infallible. I'm not. I'm not perfect. I recognize my my vulnerability and my need to develop myself. The key is don't ask the general question. Give any feedback. Be very specific. So, for example, 
if you're trying to delegate more effectively, if you're trying to facilitate meetings more effectively, specify that's the area I'm focusing on. Really appreciate if you have some feedback for me. And by the way, if you have any feedback for, about anything else. So those two examples allows you to, to make sure that your, your head's not always down running, but you're, you're getting feedback, you're giving people permission to give you feedback, and you're actually figuring out where you're spending your time so you can actually adjust you know, where you're spending your time effectively. Wow, that's excellent advice. Thank you for sharing. Uh, this is so great. I asked for one, I got two and even more. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, 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 don't, don't be, don't be. I appreciate it very much. Thank you so much. <laughs> right. So I want to also give you the, uh, the opportunity uh, to, for, of our platform to share where folks can find you and uh, maybe even what is one valuable free resource that you can direct people to that will help with these kinds of issues also in a broader sense. Yeah, so they can find me uh, on my website. Um, uh, you know, our firm's website is www.mcgpartners.com. I also have my own website, uh, which is chuckmoller, M-O-L-L-O-R.com, uh, which is really more about the book itself. Uh, but those are the two ways to, 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 to get us. As far as uh, a resource, uh, I'm happy to, to share with you uh, a recent article I wrote about culture. So I can send that to you and you can feel free to share that to your audience. Well, I love that. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Of course, My we will pleasure. put all the, oh, thank you. All the other links in the show description. Thank you. So what's the one question I should have asked you that would be of great value to our audience? Oh, boy, one question. That's, that's a challenge for me. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> But thank you. Yeah, I, I, I think the one question would be, um, you know, what am I struggling with? You know, because I think I think we always have to ask that question. I mean, even even for us who are in the business of helping leaders and helping them get to the next level, we are no different. You know, I, I, I had a conversation with the CEO this morning and we were talking about, you know, feedback and 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 getting feedback from his key stakeholders, his key people he works with. And, you know, I, I said to him, you know, when you ask the question, Uh, what is there an area for you to improve in? There's always an answer, no matter who we are, no matter what stage we are in our career and our life. So we we have to sort of uh, get comfortable with that. You know, we, we're for for many of us, we've worked so hard to get to a certain stage of our life and our career. A certain level of pride and success and confidence comes with that, and very well earned. But we also have to always remember there's still something to learn. Um, so I, I think that's the question. I think. For all of us, we need to continue to ask is what, where, where is that opportunity that either I'm struggling with or more importantly, where's that opportunity where I could continue to get better? What, what is that for me? Uh, there should always be something we're working on for ourselves. Oh, wonderful. I love the honesty and uh, appreciate it very much. So I was just thinking about what, what is mine. So uh, while I'm thinking about mine, you can share yours. But sure. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, no, sure first. Okay, sure. okay. so yeah, yeah. Uh, a lot you think about yours. So um, I have a few, but I'll go with one. Uh, what, one of mine is, is um, uh, you know, slowing down. I have a tendency of running 100 miles an hour, multitasking constantly. Uh, so not only just slowing down, but being present at the moment. And I've gotten much better over the years, but, you know, a lot of us have this, this issue, which is, you know, when we're with people, when we're with clients, when we're in person, You know, put away the phone, put away the laptop, put away your distraction of thoughts and ideas. And for those of us that are creative thinkers and are constantly thinking and, and thinking out of the box, you know, we have to really shut down 
our, our minds as well as what's going on around us and be present. There's nothing more powerful when we're dealing with anyone, um, when we're fully there for them and making them feel like they're the most important person in the room of that day. And so I know for me, um, I, I sometimes still get distracted and I have to remember my own advice. So. Wonderful. Thank you for sharing. And I'm, I'm similar. So what, what, what you just shared. So for me, it's definitely um, scheduling time for myself. <laughs> so that's the question I should uh, really follow more often uh, because it's kind of like, you know, as, as you just mentioned, it's really about being present for yourself and also your, your loved ones uh, to stay in that, yeah, remain that energy that you need, not only for yourself, but also for the, uh, for your loved ones, but also for the people that uh, work with you, your partners and uh, uh, your clients, definitely. And so sharpening the saw, you know, as, as we know from uh, Dr. Stephen Covey. <laughs> so it's, uh, it's all about that. <laughs> no, thank you for sharing that. I think that's, that's great. And, and I think this is a good example for both of us of how all of us, including your audience, need to continue to ask that question. What is, what is that one thing that we need to be working on for ourselves? So true. So uh, this already brings me to my final question. It's a personal one. And uh, it is, when was the last time you experienced goosebumps with your family and why? Well, that's a really tough question. Um, I have, so I have four children and um, I'm involved in a lot of uh, activities in terms of boards and, and other, you know, uh, community causes. Um, so I have a lot of really wonderful experiences in, in that. I. If I had to pick one recent one, uh, it was the, pr the, 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 the pride of, of my oldest daughter, who's recently engaged and recently moved to another state here in the United States, um, you know, pretty far away. And, uh, and she's starting a new life. But that they'll look at her and see where the, the woman she's become, the person that she's become, um, her level her, of values, her, how, how she handles uh, herself and how she interacts with people the level of respect and care and consideration. Um, that, that's just a wonderful moment for me to feel as a parent. Um, I've done something to help in, in that. But more importantly, the, just being proud of, of the woman and person that she's turned into as a very young adult. Um, so that's that's something I'm very grateful about. Mm. Already having a shiver. Thank you so much for sharing this beautiful goosebumps moment. And it's true. It's It's really about... And maybe there's even room for creating more goosebumps moments uh, in your life, Chuck. Just saying. <laughs> yeah, I think I think I think goosebumps moments should be for all of us, uh, and hopefully on a constant basis, right? And I think if we exactly. hopefully are living a rich life and making sure we're taking care of ourselves, as you said earlier, I think that's really important, right? It's hard it's hard to take care of the world around us if you don't take care of ourselves, and that's emotionally, physically, mentally, psychologically, you know, in all, all aspects, and that allows us to hopefully expand the opportunity to have those goosebump moments. So I, I agree with you. Thank you, Chuck, for this beautiful uh, goosebumps moment. Also, thank you for our conversation. It was a pleasure talking to you and I appreciate very much the knowledge and insights you share with us today. Uh, my pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for listening. And as always, energizing results to you and your loved ones. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and recommend on Apple Podcast, Overcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
You can also get more great information at uve.corn.com.